Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. And we have Dr. Kirk Elliott. We're going to be talking silver. Lots of price manipulations going on out there. If you look at the price of silver right now, it's uh, it's around 19 a little bit over $19. If you try and buy an ounce of silver, you're going to pay 100% over the spot price for silver right now. What is going on with silver right now, Dr. Elliott? Well, not all silver is is that expensive. Some of the right, bullion yeah. stuff like that that we're selling is is yes. still really good price. For example, um on the wholesale side, a thousand ounce bar of silver, uh, you're looking at probably in the twenty-two and a half dollar range, you know, final delivered price to the depository. Mm-hmm. So that's not too horrible. Um you go to 100 ounce, 10 ounce, you know, one ounce type type silver, you're you're looking in the mid 25 range. So that's not bad. But I was just looking at stuff that in 27 years, you know, I guess how many silver eagles, the the US mint coins that I've sold, zero. <laughs> I haven't sold any because they've they've always been a gyp. I mean, yeah. the what I mean, they're the same size, same exact specifications as a one ounce silver round that you can get from the refinery. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like anything that the government touches, they put their stamp on it. It either ruins it or makes it more expensive, right? Well, same thing with those because they're literally about 70% greater than spot price. For a modern I'm looking day at it right now. It's $60 more than spot price right now. You buy Some of these are ridiculous, yeah. like absolutely ridiculous. And here's the thing, try to sell them back. You're not going to get good prices, price. right? No. no, you're going to get basically slightly higher than bullion prices. So all of that excess premium just goes away. So mm-hmm. and, and one of the keys to wealth is is to maximize your ounces, minimize your cost, right? You can't do that with those things. And 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 I've got I've got clients that will actually call mis, mis, with misguided. Not that it's their fault, but they've been told something that's just simply not true. And that is, hey, why don't you buy, you know, fungible silver, you know, like quarters, dimes, halves, right? That that actually have a face value because if it's currency, you don't have to report it on taxes. It's like, okay, big lie. You always have to report gains on taxes. Now, but they but they said, well, if it's currency, you don't report that, right? Like if you're dollar or twenty dollar bill, right? Well, if you were to use it at face value, that's probably true, right? If you were to use a, a pre nineteen sixty five quarter, but you'd have to use it as a value of a quarter, twenty five cents. But it's worth over four bucks at today's prices. So why in the world would you call it the face value? Because so you don't have to potentially pay taxes on it because it's currency. It's like, no, you want it for the investment value, right? So, but there's nothing out of all of the thousands of options of silver that you could buy, all of the thousands of options of gold that you can buy, 
different dates, different rarities, graded coins, non-graded, bullion, different countries, all of it. I can boil it down to on silver, 1,000-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, 1-ounce rounds. That's it. That's all that you should look at right now. And on gold, I used to only do one-ounce gold American Eagles. But no longer, there's been a, a, the the premiums on those are even going up. I would do one ounce gold bars because they're they're over $100 less per ounce Mm. than a one ounce gold American Eagle. See, the key is to to lower your cost of ownership as much as you can to maximize and compound your ounces. Now, why don't a lot of dealers sell those? Well, because they're low commission. And they would rather work less and, and make triple the commission on some of those history coins or storied coins or things of that nature, right? Well, not not us. I, I mean, just get as many ounces as you can for your invested dollar because this, this economy is not going to get better anytime soon. It's starting to actually really unravel. And, and because of that, there's supply chain disruptions on metals. So here's where... I mean, this is going to be a little bit alarming, but you and I have been talking about this, Michael, for almost a year, how at some point silver will run out. I think it was three weeks ago, we or maybe two weeks ago, can't remember exactly. We talked about how the numbers of, of, of ounces being drawn out of COMEX deliverable silver mm-hmm. at the current rate, it, it extinguished the global supply in five months. Well, what we're seeing right now at the depository, I mean, we we literally do hundreds of, of, of lines of trades every single day, right? At our at our firm. We're always on the phone with the depositories. Um basically there's a on the thousand ounce bar, there's hardly anything left. Hmm. Right. So so it's like we we as a firm, just us, do do uh, generally a hundred plus bars, you know, of thousand ounce bars every single day mm-hmm. more than that. Right. So, so what they have been getting recently is 50 to 70 hundred ounce bars a day. Uh, we're, we're buying more than what they get and we're just one firm, right? Wow. What about all the other firms in the country, right? For the month of November, they've got committed to come in. And I think it's like 784, 1000 ounce bars of Silver. Hmm. We'll do that in about seven days. Wow. So no, I, I also saw the, in the U.S. Diminishing mint. So bad. So the U.S. Mint also is 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 hampering the numbers as well. Uh, during the uh, the 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 woo whoosh, you know, we'll just say it, we'll call it that. Twenty twenty ish. Of course, things got shut down. They still minted thirty million coins. The next year, last year, they minted 28 million. This year, I think they're at like 14 million. And they're wow. claiming that they're like oversupplying. It's like, what? <laughs> You're oversupplying. The the price is not, you know, uh, you know, there's there's nothing what you're saying is true because the prices are astronomical. I've never seen these prices before for silver. And if it's that available. Then why are the prices going through the roof like this? Manipulation, big time. It's not available, and it's and I mean this is where people you we have to look at it with 
with rational eyes, right? With, it's like, okay, this is just the law of supply and demand. If you have low supply, the price will go up. If you have high supply, the price generally comes down. We don't have high supply right now. We do have high demand. So, but when you couple those two, it even amplifies it even more. Low supply, high demand prices will go through the ceiling. Right. So, so let's talk about the demand a little bit. Why are we going to have more demand? So, so Ken Rogoff, he's a, he's a um, economist from, from Harvard, you know, it, he is a smart guy. I listen to him. I, I don't necessarily agree with him because he's he's of a different uh, political worldview than than what I have. But he's one of the globalist economists, right? He's very very smart, and so I listen to him because a lot of times they're, they're the mouthpiece of of what's happening, right? And when we have to know. But so what he was talking about was something very very interesting about interest rates, right? So so. And, and so he's also chief economist, former chief economist at the International Monetary Fund. Really, really bright, bright guy, right? So, so they're using interest rates to try to fight inflation, right? So, so that's the, at least that's their rationale. And we've got inflation that's persisting, going through the roof. You know, the highest that we've had in over forty years. Mortgage rates just went over seven percent on a thirty-year mortgage for the first time in over twenty years. I mean, we've got economic problems um, coming out of the wazoo, really, because it's just it, 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 the the debt is unsustainable, and rates are going up, and so they're trying to slow down inflation. But but as since nine eleven, you know, when the towers came down, what what was the Fed doing? What was the Treasury Department doing? Stimulus extraordinaire, right? They're cheap credit, printing money like there's no tomorrow to try to keep the economy afloat. Interest rates were artificially held low. Like for almost 20 years, we had interest rates like below 3% and it, and it approached zero last year, right? So, so these artificially low rates, we're used to them because we've had them for like 20 years, but that's not the norm, right? The norm is 7%. That's the average on like a 30 year mortgage. And we're just getting to that point now and it's destroying the real estate market because we're so used to this cheap credit. So over the last 20 years, we, we've overextended ourselves. It's like, man, credit is cheap. We can borrow, we can buy and, and rates are this low and it's just incredible. So we've gotten used to it and overextended. And now when rates go up, most of America is really feeling the pinch, right? Because now they've got all this debt and now rates are going up. And what Ken Rogoff said is, this is actually normal. The rates that we're approaching, we're not normal yet, but when we get to 7% on 30-year mortgage, I mean, that's normal. That's the normal throughout time. And, that's, and so what's that going to do? You know, when, when you, we've now amassed so much debt in this country at the individual level, at the municipal level, the state level, the federal level, the corporate level, right? We're in debt up to our eyeballs. And the new normal is roughly six times greater interest rate than what we've become accustomed to. Mm. Well, that's going to kind of eliminate some of the boom cycles that we've seen. Real estate going through the roof, right? Unsustainable levels. Stock market hitting these all-time highs, right? Um, we're going to, that's not going to be a thing moving forward. It's just going to be more average, right? Mm -hmm. Because there is a cost of borrowing. 
And that's going to hamper people who have a lot of credit or how to have a lot of debt because of all the credit that they're overextended on. So, so he said, this is the new normal looking forward. It's going to be a different world and don't get used to what we've seen in the past of, of, you know, real estate just doing these, these astronomical growth and stock market hitting these all time highs. It's not going to happen when you have interest rates that are more at the historical norm, right? What else was said this week was Daniel Pinto, who is the chief operating officer for JP Morgan Chase, um, and also their co-president. Um, he said, look, we're kind of out of options here. I mean, this is his analysis of, of the markets and, and of the interest rates. It's like, we're, we're, we're using rates to, to lower inflation, right? But when you look at this, Michael, I mean, this is a very interesting statement that he made because we've had five rate increases in a row, a quarter, a half, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters, right? Mm -hmm. And next week, uh, we're going to probably, well, the, the 1st of November, the Fed meets again. They're probably going to have another three quarters. That's my projection because the, the inflation numbers were the worst that they've been yet. So here's the thing, five years of, or five months of rate increases and inflation is getting worse. It's not making a dent. It's not even working, right? So, so what, what I'm saying is there's the interest rate cycle, they're going to have to keep raising rates because the only that's not going to stop the inflationary pressures. The only other option that they have is to stop stimulus money, stop printing money and have all these stimuluses, right? That will actually cause inflation to go down, but they're not going to do that because 96% of America is on welfare, entitlements, social security, Medicaid, Medicare, what do infant children programs? 96% of our total federal budget is used for those things. So if you, you can't run the country on the 4% that's left when all of the entitlements and mandatory payments take up 96. So what do they do? They have to print money to actually fund the difference. They're not doing it. They can't do it. Um, like what we want them to do is stop printing money because it would kill the economy overnight. So now they're backed into a corner of inflate or die. They're just going to print, print, print like there's no tomorrow because they have no other choice. And what Saudi Arabia and Russia and China did made it worse when Saudi Arabia, you know, basically said no more petrodollars for our oil. Right. So the BRICS nation, somebody asked me yesterday morning, it's like, Kirk, of all the economic things that you see and all the people that you talk to, what is the most dangerous thing facing the, the world right now? It's BRICS. It's the BRICS nations. Right. Because economically speaking, They've just usurped the Western financial power with their Eastern bloc, um, you know, take gold. They basically have a, a currency that's backed by gold, which makes them stronger. They have their own SWIFT system, right, for that all the Western economies used to have eyeballs on, on every transaction, right, through the Western banking system for, for drug money, for, for arms, you know, lawn, for human trafficking, sex trafficking, arms trafficking, money laundering, all that stuff we could see. Now that it's gone to the, that Eastern Bloc, BRICS Nations, SIPs program, we have no longer have visibility. Talk about a more dangerous world, right? That That's ahead of 
So you, you've got that that's going on. And, and the Western financial power is, is being ruined. And in what world would you ever say that the lowly Russian ruble is stronger than the U.S. dollar? Well, I'll tell you, in a world where it's backed by gold, which is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got all of these imbalances going on. So the only way that politicians then can probably tackle inflation is to just let the markets do their thing. And and what Daniel Pinto at Chase said was, the only thing that will actually fix inflation at this point is a deep recession. We're talking depression kind of activity. Just let it go. Because if you're thinking like a politician, it's like, all right, you you don't want to get... you don't want to get caught actually admitting that it was your problems that caused this mess, right? Your policies that caused this mess. It's like, oh yeah, our printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund all this stuff that caused inflation. Now nah, they don't they don't want to say that. They don't want to say that raising all the interest rates actually caused this this thing to, to crash. Oh, they don't want to say that either. So how about they just leave things alone for a bit, let the markets collapse, go into recession, then they can say it was the market's fault, right? And but people. No. They, they think that people are dumb and they won't actually say, well, what caused the markets to crash, right? People will just believe that the markets did it and that's what caused the recession. It's always a policy that causes something else to happen, right? But, and this is where they're, we're starting to get that language of, we, they don't know if they can fix it. They don't think that they can, not with interest rates, not with, with the suppression of stimulus money. Just let the markets do their thing, let it collapse, go into a deep recession. That's going to be pain. So basically the end result that all these guys are talking about and gals, uh, these economists are, we're going to go through a lot of pain to get this thing fixed. And I would agree with that. But here's where there is hope and we can have a smile on it on our face because our, our friends, our family, our coworkers, you know, people that we know, they probably will go through a lot of pain. But when you're allocated into tangible assets like silver gold, they're going to flourish in times like this, right? That should put a smile on your face um, because in a, in a world where we've got our, our freedoms that are eroding all around us, and it takes a large collective voice to make a difference, right? Our political freedoms, our personal freedoms, our economic freedoms, religious freedoms, health freedoms, right? If we all get together and we start shouting from the rooftops that we need change, right? Ultimately, hopefully politicians hear it. And it takes a collective voice to actually regain a lot of our political freedoms. It doesn't take a collective voice to regain your financial freedom because that's an individual choice. That's just you making a decision. What are you going to do with your assets, with your finances, with your retirement portfolio? How are you going to reallocate? That is singular your decision, right? And we can get into the right place at the right time, shore up your own finances. And then if we do this enough, right, we're going to be able to turn the tide on this economy because we as individuals have taken care of ourselves, right? And this is just using the wisdom that God gives us and the discernment and the boldness and the courage and that that first leap of faith to do something that you've possibly never done before, right? Because your advisors are probably saying gold and silver, risky things. Right. Look, uh, they're very volatile. Right. It's like they're not. History doesn't actually show that to be true over the last 22 years. And I did an exhaustive study on this. 
Silver is the is the has the best average return, eleven point seven percent. Gold at about eleven point five percent. The stock market below both of them, right? Mm. Over a twenty-two year span. Wow. But you're not going to hear that from an advisor because they simply don't sell it. They're, yeah. they're going to get they're going to get charged with or accused or jobs taken away because of a of a of a rule called selling away. If which is like if Merrill, if if Goldman, if E Trade, whatever Schwab, whatever you have a brokerage, with, if you even recommend something that they don't sell, you could lose your job. It's called selling away. Yeah. So that's why you very rarely hear about tangible assets like gold and silver from a broker because they can't offer it. And if they do, they tell you to go someplace else, they could lose your job. That's just human nature. Right. Because when they so, invest in silver or gold, then it's locked in. They don't they don't move it back and forth around anymore. And they do that with stocks because uh, I've been watching the stock market the last few days. There's this massive rally that's going on right now because everybody thinks the Fed is going to pivot. The Fed's not going to pivot. So in a few days, they're going to raise rates three quarters of a point, And they're going to say, because I've se- I'm seeing the underlying numbers that they look at, they're going to say, we're going to continue this like we're talking about. They're going to continue raising rates. But everybody's yeah. like, they're all like drunk on, you know, oh, it's going to, it's the same thing that happened in 2008. It's the same thing. We go all the way back to 1929. It's the same thing, the same repeating process. Everybody thinks that everything's going to be okay. It's time to party and start to go crazy. So uh, I watched the, I watched the, you know, the stock market quite a bit. And I, I watched uh, Apple last night report and it sold off massively. The, the, the um, NASDAQ was down 441 points in pre-trading. It's like 4%. And then it like click, 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 click all night long. I got up this morning and was like still just a little bit down. Uh, and then today it's up, uh, oh, I think, over 2%. 2%. Uh, so the manipulations are going. So Apple sold off crazy. Apple's up big today, massively up. So I looked at some of the other ones that were down. Microsoft was down because they reported a miss. They got hammered. And now Microsoft is up today. So we're seeing massive manipulation in the market. Everyone's like drunk uh, on like this. Everything's going to be okay. Janet Yellen comes out and says, don't worry. Everything's turned around. Yeah, that's someone you should really pay attention to, uh, a Fed head. So do not do that ever. Because uh, they're massive manipulators, and so when that you know gets turned around in a few days, and this market collapses again, where's everybody going to be uh, like us? Everybody that's in silver, we're going to be like, oh, so glad that because I'm always happy. Uh, I see the market go up and down. I see crypto go up and down, but I'm like, I got my silver. I'm good. So right. if if you want to get silver, you are the man. So uh, you know, I invest with you regularly. It's been it's been uh, it's been great. Everything's lined up. I just you know give you guys some money. You get the bars and uh, it goes into the depository, which is super safe. Uh, I was looking at your link for the depository today, and wow, that's that's a pretty impressive link. Uh, so you get the, all the information, guys. Uh, let me share the screen real quick. So here's Dr. Elliot's uh, web page. So it's Kirk Elliott, that's with uh, two L's and two T's, phd.com. The phone number is 720-605-3900.
And I say that nice and slow because I know some people were probably trying to write that down. You're going to write that down and I'm going to post this all over the place so you guys can take advantage of this. This is the, like we're talking about silver. We said this last time, silver is getting hard. It's, it's hard to come by. And as we're seeing today, the, the spot price and what you can get silver for is up 100%. So this manipulation where they're keeping the spot price artificially low at some point explodes upwards in a massive way. So you can get a free consultation, book an appointment. Uh, the link is in the description box. Book an appointment. Uh, these guys are, are are definitely there to help you out. You can do the email. You can do the phone. Uh, whatever. Don't, don't stop because these guys are busy. You know, if they don't get back to you right away, you know, stay with it. They're going to come, they're going to come, come for you. All right. So uh, you see the team, the team is growing, you know, every week I, I look on here, it seems like there's more and more. It's like, it was just half this number when we started Look at this. Oh my God. So yeah, it's uh, so they're definitely bringing in more people and they're going to help you out. Yeah, we will. And I'm blessed brother, because my team makes me a better person and they all believe in people over profit like I do. And uh, they'll take good care of you. They'll ask you questions. They'll hear your dreams. They'll hear your goals, what you want to do. And uh, then one of my advisors, either myself or one of my advisors, will actually meet with you to strategize a a success plan, right? Mm -hmm. To get out of the path of this hurricane and get to safe ground. Because it is, it's getting rough economically. Um, No bones about it. Don't want to discount it. Don't want to make it more than it is because it's bad enough already, right? So we can get out of that path and get into a path of success. And you know what? This is this is so great because so many people are living in darkness right now. And when when you put a smile on their face, that energy just starts changing the atmosphere around, right? And mm-hmm. and we're doing that person by person by person. And it's an amazing journey. And I just encourage you, give us a call so we can help map out that amazingly successful financial future for you. Outstanding. Well, Dr. Elliot, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. And it's always a pleasure because I know you have degrees in economics and theology. So when you, when you talk about, you know, uh, how you're trying to help people, you really mean that from a, you know, a a very high level. (laughs) So I appreciate that. And uh, everyone else does too. Thanks a lot. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.